1: Welcome in the latest episode of five on the floor on the five Reasons sports network. Make sure to check us out, not just on your favorite podcast app and an easy way to get us download dash radio search for nothing, but net we're there every day, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. It is free. Also free five with all the latest heat stories. Many of them from our wonder kid, Brady Hawk. I think we're going to do a t-shirt for him soon. And speaking of t-shirts, we've got plenty of t-shirts on the site. And because of what's going on with Tua to them week, off all shirts, not just the Tua shirts, but the Heat shirts, too, by using the code Tua, T-U-A, time. Also, our YouTube channel just went over 8,000 subscribers. Got plenty of original content there, not just the videos, although Ryan Fitzpatrick's uh, comments the other day, we got 25,000 views off that. But also our original shows. For instance, playing catch-up with Tamar Brown and Kylie Wang and also the Sixth Ring Show with a lot of our Canes crew doing pregame and postgame shows and yard work with our guy from Three Yards Per Carry, Alfredo Arteaga, breaking down the three to five biggest plays of every Dolphins game. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You go to this one if you've had an issue. If you had a car accident, a slip and fall, you were hurt as, as a result of someone else's negligence, make sure you give the attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg a call They're available 24-7 at onecalllegal.com. That's O-N-E, calllegal.com, or you can call 1-855-5000-LAW. That's 1-855-5000-LAW with a centralized office located right off I-95 in Miami. It's right there, beautiful office, right off 107th Street and I-95. They're ready to take on your case, whether it's in South Florida or anywhere else in the state. Again, it's onecalllegal.com, 1-855-5000-LAW. Law. And now, the first official episode in our Pat Riley press conference series. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons
0: Sports Network.
1: All right, back on five on the floor again, have Greg Sylvander. Check out our last episode, which was an unplanned episode. It wasn't part of the series, but we wanted to provide some content or context for the Pat Riley comments that ended up going all over social media that again, we're taking completely out of context about the Lakers and the championship and all that. We covered so much there, Greg, so quickly. And we were so angry that I forgot to mention Kurt Hillen's role from basketball talk, but I kind of like Kurt. So I like you, Kurt. So He's okay, getting plenty
0: okay. on social media, so he, he's spoken for.
1: <laughs> he's spoken, yeah, right. Others, others did it for us. Okay, so check out that episode. But for episode one, this was of our planned series. For episode one, we've got five themes that we're going to get into. And the first one is the big picture one. Not about Pat's future, we'll do that later, but about the heat's future. And it's the question of whether or not he tries to expedite the timetable. And a lot of that, Greg, has to do with whether or not he thinks what happened in the bubble was completely real. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring to you five tweets that I tweeted out on Friday related to this. I tweeted, it's clear that Riley's core question this offseason is whether this team is good enough to grow on its own or whether it needs a boost. He said, I'll kick that around. Are we good enough to do, or do we need to get onto the next thing earlier? He kept saying he's changing the main thing. Of course, you know his expression, keep the main thing, the main thing, to the next thing. Okay, then this one. Uh, he said, again, this plays into the context of the whole f- comments about the Lakers. He was asked, he said he wouldn't talk about the finals. It's an excuse. We, didn't, we just didn't have enough. Jimmy is Superman. Those two games he had are two of the best games I've ever seen. Don't make me go back and do that. I'll think about it all winter and lament if only. I'm only raising that because it is in the context of whether or not he thinks his team, doesn't have anything to do with the Lakers or diminishing the Lakers or pretty asterisk, but whether his team was close enough that he should just continue with the same group. All right, third of the five tweets. Pat Riley on free agency. My thinking hasn't really changed. If there's a next thing that can take us to the next level, I'm open to it. Here's the fourth tweet. Riley says he's going to deep dive with Spolster, Andy, and Andy Ellisberg, of course, and others, quote, about how good we really are right now. He acknowledged that the, this is for me, heat system and culture were beneficial in the bubble, but then he said, quote, we went in there equal. And then this one, he says, Riley says, this is to me is the key quote. This was the one that got the most play. Riley says he was disappointed that quote, we couldn't finish the year with a championship, but I feel so good about this team and where we are going and what is ahead of us. Contrary to what a lot of people think the cupboard is more full than ever. And then he mentioned not only the young players on good contracts, but also the number of draft picks that the heat have going forward, which we should acknowledge is more than they usually have. Greg, your one primary takeaway from those comments and kind of the, the tone he tried to set about the future in his presser.
0: That, man, it is a lot nicer and easier uh, to do these types of comments conversations and press conferences from pat riley's perspective when things are the way they are boy the season went perfect and you saw that reflected in what he said i feel like it is um, a good problem to have to talk about accelerating the timeline uh and and you know obviously reminding everyone that they're kind of out of the quote-unquote purgatory that many you know had them in uh now that all the contracts are kind of behind them and they're they're in a position of flexibility draft picks are starting to come back and things like that. So he, he painted a rosy picture, but, um, it was, it's deservedly. So, and the the main thing that I think is super interesting to think about overall is that it, it really is true that he doesn't need to change his approach very much. It's just about what presents itself. He is in the unique position where with 2021 on the horizon, he can just kind of see what becomes available. And yes, if you need to go all in on something, great. So he really, it sounds like a wishy-washy kind of, yeah, well, that's what we would expect you to approach the next uh, you know, period with from a team building perspective, but it's really true. Like he can just come in, see what becomes available. And if not, you still have this young core, you still have the flexibility and you just kind of move forward with, with what you have because you were close, but, the fact that he even went to the place of talking about does this team need a boost or is was it good enough? He said initially, uh, I won't say that we had an advantage in the bubble, but then he went on to tell everyone all of the reasons why the heat had an advantage in right, the bubble. Right. So, right. so ultimately like that, that is a, a thing that I think they have to consider how much better were they when they got to just stick to basketball and there wasn't the road challenges and things like that. So there is room for improvement, but um, he's
1: operating from a position of strength in that particular presser. Well, I think, He's playing it both ways, but understandably. Right. Uh, He's he's leaving the door open either way, because, a he doesn't know what the cap's going to be. Nobody does. He doesn't know what the season's going to be. I mean, we went from me reporting, coming out of the bubble, talking to heat people that there were going to be three different bubbles starting sometime in January with a 60 game season over 20 game bursts in you know chicago las vegas and orlando to then there was conversation that they were going to wait for fans to come back and so they would play in march and then the latest thing that just came out is they may start on christmas and play 72 games so nobody knows for real i mean i reported what i'd heard was being presented to the players association but nothing's been decided and so they don't know they don't know what the cap's going to be they don't know the china effect they kind of know that but they don't know the COVID effect uh i was told that the revenue they recouped about fifty percent of what they would have lost. Okay, yeah, but that's they lost a... one
0: point five billion.
1: I mean, that's right. huge. It's huge. It's a significant amount. I've heard that they may try to claw back money from players who've already signed contracts. Okay, that that's something the player association is going to fight. So, and then there's the amnesty thing. We don't know about that. Are they going to allow players to amnesty? Because if so, John Wall looks pretty good right now. Like, there's uh, Blake Griffin, maybe. So it's hard for him to really move one direction. But also, he's got to play it both ways in the sense of in one sense, he's saying, I didn't do anything in the bubble. It's Eric Spolster and his plan. Well, then they did have an advantage. They had a better coach. Now, that's their, to their credit, but they had a better coach. And so the question becomes, okay, is this group good enough that this coach can get them to the next level, considering how young they are, or do they need more? And look, there may not – this is the other thing, Greg. There may not be monolithic thought on that inside the front office. Pat allows others to have a say now. Big time. And you know, and so Adam Simon might have a different perspective. Chet Cameron might have a different perspective. Mickey might have a different perspective. Nick might have a bit different perspective. Shane might have a different perspective. Eric might have a different perspective. Zoe might have a different perspective. Like, you don't know for sure who is saying what. Pat ultimately makes these decisions. But I've also mentioned Andy might have a different perspective because he's the one that's got to put the numbers together once they come out and figure out what direction they're going to go. So although Pat's name is on the check, right, there are a lot of other people who are contributing to it. And well, Mickey's name's on the check, but you know what I mean in terms of personnel. And so I, I think that it he has to stay open. But I will tell you that I was surprised that he spoke so much about the next thing I, I thought. I wasn't surprised, and in fact, the the spot I did on Onside Radio on my show on Friday, I said I thought he would talk more about his own players, and he did, and he can't speak specifically to others. But this thing about taking his own phrase, which everybody knows, the main thing is the main thing, and pushing it forward to the next thing. I couldn't believe it. Like, right? I, you know me, like I am the guy who is
0: cataloging all the Riley quotes, whether it's one shirt, one suit, one tie, um, you know, I've got them all in, in the back of the memory bank. And to hear him take the main thing is the main thing because like that is so much about everything that the organization stands for. And it's never been about the next thing. It The next thing can go to hell. We are going to make a run now for him to say that it really shows that there has to be a degree of confidence and, and poise when approaching the next thing that is, um, that is leading him to be able to kind of lead with the chin and say that out loud because it's completely <laughs> contrary to normally how he would talk about a team.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And when we come back, I, I want to talk about whether or not this was a signal because a lot of what Pet Riley does at these pressers, and he comes in with a plan, To the degree that when the Zoom video kept shorting out, he kept presenting the same opening statement over and over, okay, until they got it right, right? Until he stopped hearing himself on the echo, which I thought was funny. It's like Pat Riley is hearing Pat Riley from above, which sounds like a lot of Heat fans. he he had he he came in with something he wanted to get out into the space, and it wasn't about whether or not the Lakers title deserved an asterisk. All right, one of the great sponsors of the Fire Reasons Sports Network, everything ever since I started out in this business, people have been asking for advice on sports, and it's usually about who's gonna win, what team they should bet on. You got the Patriots or the Niners this week, the Bucks of the Raiders. The best piece of advice I give to everyone, wherever you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. It's why I tell people to visit my bookie. First, it's the, I can tell you from experience because I've used a few of these, it's the easiest platform and it's also the easiest to get your money. That that is one of the really difficult things is to get payouts and how much money they take from you on payouts. Trust me, you want to be using my bookie. They've got deposit matches, free bets and huge cash prize contests for you to take advantage of all season long. NFL check, the NFL action, they got it, check, college ball, check. Plus they got a mobile friend the website and top of the line customer service making their platform a one-stop shop for all your betting needs my bookie offers action on everything from championship futures to nfl in-game live betting when i get off the spot i'm going to try to play stuff for the fourth quarter making sure you're covered every step of the way and we will say congrats if you're one of those who was able to cash in on the generous early season odds on the lakers to win the nba championship although I won on the heat getting to the finals sign up in my bookie today. And when you do use the promo code five on the floor to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar, all the way up to a thousand bucks. That's the promo code five on the floor for you to claim your bonus. When you make your deposit, they got stacked UFC cards, presidential prop bets coming up in less than 10 days, all the major sports and more sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at my bookie. Back on five on the floor with Greg Sylvander. All right. We're not the only ones who listen to Pat Riley's pressers. He does these once a year. Others around the league listen. Executives listen. Coaches listen. Owners listen. Players listen. Do you think any of this was a message to Giannis, to Kawhi, to Bradley Beal, to Victor Oladipo, guys who are not free agents yet? To, I don't know, Donovan Mitchell's not going anywhere, but. To any of the guys that we've talked to, Drew Holiday, okay, to David Griffin, to Stan Van Gundy, <laughs> was any of this a message, was anything he said a message to someone else? We are open for business. For you, if you want to come here, or for you, if you want to trade someone here. Well, we've always said that this bubble run was about as
0: good a damn recruiting um display as you could have had from the Miami Heat's perspective the the run the camaraderie with the team the way that Jimmy props up everyone around him and you just have a very connected group spolstra all of those things and then the allure of the Miami Heat that's growing with Dwayne and and other guys you know Chris Bosh Ray Allen you know like different guys or Gary Payton is speaking up um it, it is a situation where I feel like he is definitely leaning into the ideology of let's make sure that it is loud and clear throughout the league that if you want to come be a part of something special and win and we're showing examples of guys being maximized at every level, whether it's a D League guy that wants to be to have a long career, whether it's a guy who's been a journeyman who wants to have the best season of his career to a guy like J. Jay- Miami who wants to, you know, be an all-star, but then take his game to the next level. If you want to be a part of that, come to Miami. The flexibility exists. So there is some of that that you can just subtly hear because when Riley speaks, he knows that the league is listening. So, so there's definitely some of that that I think is in play there.
1: And he also said a couple of things that I think were messages to certain guys that they may not want. Culture is not for everybody. Yes. Said that a couple of times. This is not for everybody. He also said... He went into this whole riff about Mike McCulloch, who's been with us on five on the floor in the marketing department, and what a good job they did getting all that culture stuff out there in front of the rest of the league. Um, You're right. He is Pat Riley is not a coach anymore. He's kind of an executive. But to be honest with you, Andy Ellisberg has most of the conversations with other GMs. Pat will tell you that. Okay. It's not, it's, I mean, it's when Dwayne, when there was a possibility of Dwayne coming back to Miami, it was Andy Ellisberg that Kobe Altman spoke with not Pat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, like
0: Pat is having the, like the Shaq trade conversation or maybe like the Jimmy meeting, mm-hmm. but
1: Andy is the one crunching the numbers you know? and that, that's such numbers, a huge talk, part of it. Talking to the agents, talking to the executives. Okay. Doing the due diligence, checking in from time to time, who's available, who's not it's others like Adam Simon, Shane, Chet having conversations with agents, others what are you hearing? Okay that's the way that this stuff works. It's not Pat's not pounding the phones all day long but he's having the high level conversations. He's having the conversations with Mickey about okay, what are we willing to spend? what are we willing to do? But the biggest thing that Pat is these days is a marketer. That's what he's been since he turned over the coaching operation to, to, to Eric. He's a marketer. He's marketing he culture okay yeah, the, the culture curator. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's marketing this concept. Okay. And now you had this concept that played out for everybody with a captive audience for three months. Okay. And look, do you, you don't think they love the fact that, that most of the, the, the long form stories and the features that were done when anybody in the national media actually paid attention to the heat were about heat culture? You don't think they love that? Because that gets them to next. Okay. And so to me, that's what this was about. This was him acknowledging out there. Look, we're open for business. Okay. We can stay with this group because I love this group. And we'll talk in another episode about what he thinks of this group, but we don't have to, we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. And we just, again, it's like he said last year, there are obstacles, but there are none there. He just needs a guy to want to come. So does that travel up to Bradley? Now I don't think Bradley Beal going anywhere because I don't think he wants to. Okay. But does it travel up to Bradley Beal? Okay. Maybe they yeah. will well, trade Tyler for and, me.
0: And also when you talk about getting a guy that wants to come, if you can get it and Jimmy was the prime example, you don't need cap space. You don't need flexibility. If you have a guy who commits and in this upcoming 2021 off season with Giannis, if you can get him to commit, even if you don't have the perfect cap sheet, sh- Riley has shown that he can make that happen with Andy's help. So they're going into this with, with the decks clear anyway. So it's just important to get the commitment. And he is definitely signaling that with his comments.
1: All right. We're going to get to one more thing here. I got one more question to ask you before we move on. These episodes are going to be a little shorter because I got more uh, stuff that I want to get to over the course of the week. And we want to save some of the stuff for, as we move forward. Uh, but before we do, I want to tell you about one more sponsor. I got one more question for Greg. I want to tell you about our friends over at Break Wheel Fix, which is located just south of Aventura in North Miami. It's ubrakewheelfix.com. 15 years of experience in wheel repair and refinishing. They do repair of cracked, bent, curved, and damaged wheels. They also refinish and powder coat, back to spe- factory specifications, along with over 5,000 available custom colors, the Dolphin colors. And yes, I've seen it the vice colors. you want vice colors on your car, you got to reach out to Mark at ubreakwheelfix.com. They do the themed wheel colors after your favorite South Florida teams. Visit ubreakwheelfix along with uh, along all social media platforms including Twitter, IG, Facebook or LinkedIn. I recommend IG. You can check out exactly what they do. Mark puts up like three or four different photos every day so you can see the kind of work that they do and again I've seen it up close. So contact them at 305-748-0112. 305-748-0112 or on the website at YouBreakWheelFix.com One question for you. Did you come out of that press conference thinking more he's going to go for it now this offseason? All things equal. I know there are so many variables or that he's going to wait for 2021. What was, what? what which way were you leaning? Because I don't know that he's leaning either way but which way did were you leaning from the things he said? Oh, uh, that He's waiting for 2021.
0: Um, I I don't think that they're going to push this thing forward. I I don't know. There was just so much talk of hero. There was even a moment where when he, when, when Riley said he's 20, like he almost like stopped and chuckled. Like, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Uh, I I don't think that he's going to look to pack. Up. And like, you know, like we, we spent a week talking about James Harden, for instance, and, you know, like any deal that would involve a player of that caliber, you kind of would empty the cupboard. I just didn't get the vibe that Riley's going to approach that way, that the organization wants to approach it that way. Obviously you always watch for the Shaq trade, but with all of the options, because this is something else that we'll get into it more and more as we get closer to the off season is like, what happens if the Clippers thing just completely falls apart and Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard is on the market in 2021. There's just so many options that I just don't think that there's incentive for him to rush into anything so it's like that's where i when i said earlier he was operating from a position of strength in that presser it's because of this perfect everything lined up perfectly
1: yeah and i think that was what he wanted to project position of strength i think that press conference in a lot of ways the message was we're open to doing something we don't have to do anything we can just stay with this thing so david up in new Orleans if you're going to try to get Tyler hero or Duncan Robinson out of me for drew holiday, don't good luck. <laughs> right. I, I think this was a message to uh, other GMs as much as anyone. And I can tell you, they all listen to each other's stuff. They, they check that out. They get clips of it. Um, they'll know, of course, they'll see the out of context stuff that circulates on Twitter too. But I, I think this was a message like we're comfortable either way. Okay. We're good. Whatever it is that, you know, presents itself. So you want to call us, call us, but otherwise we think we can win with this group. I think that was what the message he was trying to get across was we believe in ourselves. We believe in our group. We believe in our coach. We believe in our conditioning program. We believe in everything that we're doing right now. We've got draft picks going forward. We've got cap space going forward. We've got the best cap guy come to us, come to us. And I, and I think, I think that's what he projected. So I, I don't, I didn't necessarily get a lean either way. Because I still think it's going to be about the opportunity that presents itself. And like you said, if situations fall apart, like the Clippers, for instance, Kawhi come on down, right? I mean, it comes a different conversation, right? But I I think, or Bradley Beal finally gets sick of it or whatever. uh, Or again, in, in New Orleans, they just decide that the timetable doesn't match up with Drew or Toronto, has to overpay Van Vliet, and so maybe they don't keep Lowry. There's all these situations, and I think they just have them all up there. It's like a big game of Battleship, right? And they're just they're looking at okay, and they're going to see what they can sink. I I think that's where they're at right now. All right, we're going to do episode number two coming up. We're going to bring Alex and Alf and Brady and some of the others on these pods. Again, check out all the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, including the ones on this one, YouBreakWheelFix.com, OneCallLegal.com for the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm, and my bookie AG. At- Excuse me, mybookie.ag using the code 5. Back soon. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Five.